not gonna lie to you. Having just quit record, I oh, you're quit eating record as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. eating. I'm not hmm. surprised. Well, I wasn't eating, and I literally clicked record, reached for some food, and put it in my mouth. Do you want me to tell you the piss dumbass story while you eat then? I think that would be wise because okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. This this could take longer <laughs> to deal with than I thought it would. So basically, also hi, welcome back to the hi, podcast. But yeah, I was gonna, I was like, I don't know if I just do that solo. Like, hi guys, welcome back. I mean, try it, try it, do, go solo, see how it goes. Okay. Hi guys, it's been a week. Uh, Chris is eating food, so I am here to welcome you guys back to the podcast before he dies. I almost killed Chris last night, actually. Don't make me laugh while I'm eating, I'll die. Okay, I won't talk about the B movie then. We'll come back to the B movie, okay? Circle back. Okay, so I said to Chris just now I would tell you guys a story about Pierce being a dumbass while Chris eats. So, and there's a fucking fly in the room that's going to piss me <laughs> off. Um, basically, as I've probably mentioned a billion times by now, This is going to be a fucking mess already. I can tell it's going to be one of those podcasts. Um, yeah, so as I've mentioned a billion times already, we've got a little electric car. Woo. Mm. However, as I think I've mentioned before, it only has a short distance. It has a short range on it, right? Um, and a few days ago, Pierce uh, won a bid for some really expensive speakers and he got a really good deal. But they're in the Isle of Dog. Isle of Dog? No. Isle of Dogs? Uh, in Greenwich. Yeah. Um, so, other side of London. And the good thing about having electric cars, you can drive straight through London with no charges. So, that's yes, great. Yes, you can. Um, so, we drive there, which was relatively unproblematic. We did witness someone get pulled over by, by the police because... Oh, yeah. Side story. Um, this guy, young young lad, has got his child who's in school uniform. She must be about five, I want to say. Um, in the front seat of his zooped up Audi, like an expensive Audi, um, with spoilers and all sorts. Without, she's sat in the front without a car seat. Or, oh, and oh. she's, you know, and you're like, I'm pretty sure you're not meant to sit in the front under the age of 12 or unless you're over a certain height. And especially... You Not like without a, a car seat. seat. Yeah. So that was interesting. So basically, the police come down the road that we're on. And I'm saying, Pierce, you need to pull out like the police car. You're going to have to pull over. And so Pierce like pulls over and there's enough space for the police to get past us. But we're but they don't. And we're like thinking you've got like you can get around us. Like, why aren't you? Um. Anyways, because they were pulling up the guy next to us with the girl in the front seat, and we were just like, oh shit, this is really awkward. We're like driving past as this kid looks like absolutely horrified that her dad's oh now having to gosh. talk to oh the police. Jesus. So that was slightly awkward. Anyway. So you were just sat next to this car, staring yeah. at this child. Yeah, it was. I felt so bad for her, but then I was, we were 
chatting about it, and we're like, oh, I'm kind of glad he got pulled over, because if he was in an accident, I bet he didn't turn off the airbags either. He could have killed her. So, I'm... I, Welcome I didn't to even... the World to Rights podcast, keeping it late. Yeah. It's killing small children, nice and light. <laughs> this but, is why you should keep them on a leash, that's what I'm saying. Keep them on a leash. Keep them on a but leash. The thing was, I don't know, like, he could have been get pulled over for something completely different, but I'm hoping it was for that. Um, anyway, we get the speakers, we're on the way back. Um, I said to Piers, like, oh, let's charge the car on the way um, back and get some food. And we go... Th- we go get some food and we we only took about 10 minutes or something. So the car had barely charged and it was on one of the slow chargers instead of one of the fast chargers. Uh. And I said to Pierce, I said, let's wait. Let, like, let's wait for a little while and um, just just see it for like to make sure it has an extra 10 miles or something. And then we can go. And he goes, no, 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 no. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. I was like, Pierce, I really don't think we'll be fine. He goes... Yes, we will. I said to him, well, if we're not, I'm going to moan at you for a month. <sighs> so Please tell me he didn't take those odds. Please tell me he didn't take those odds. He took the odds. He was oh, like, fucking idiot. He goes, okay, well, I'm I'm confident we'll make it there. So I'm Why apart. is that the moment where he found confidence? I don't fucking know. And like, I... I have a rule. This is just me being like an anxious person. But when I drive the car somewhere, I always check that I have double the amount of miles that I need because I'm scared that if if I got stuck in traffic or whatever, like I was told by Steve that you can't tow an electric car. I have no idea if that's true or not. But just the idea of having to break down for them to not be able to do anything and for some guy to be like whoa you should have charged your car then like that's just the most mortifying like image in my head so I was like I'm not doing that um but anyway I was like okay well Piers if you're confident we can we can do that um and I said it but the whole time my heart was pounding I was like we're definitely not gonna make it we're definitely not gonna make it Piers is finding it hysterical so he's winding me up about it and he said, he started, he just was laughing his head off. He's like, Kat, you've got to stop looking so concerned. Like, we're going to be fine. You've got to stop. We immediately took the wrong exit off of the roundabout um, and drove a couple was of Was that miles. just for the fun? You just thought maybe you'd, you'd swing just, it around and see what happens? Why not? Well, Pierce says, like, oh, I didn't know which exit either. But to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention. And then... He pulls over and he goes, oh, I think it's this exit. What do you think? And I said, yeah, I, I, maybe, yeah. Oh, he so, got buy-in. He got buy-in so you couldn't moan at him if it was wrong. Exactly. So oh, you God. Went the wrong way, came back, and it wasn't like a huge detour, but it was still like, you know, a couple of... There was a, a few miles there and back to turn around sort of thing. Anyway... On the way back, I'm like, we need to pull over. We need, we we need to pull over and discharge. I've I've got to the point where I'm like, no, this is not funny anymore. We've got like nine. I think we had something like nine miles left to go, and we had nine miles on the clock. And I was like, nah, we're not making oh, it. And so, um, we go to pull up at this charging point on the way home, and somebody was using it, and they'd only just plugged in their car. 
And so, so what you did is went over there, unplugged it, plugged your own one in, and went fuck you. You know you can actually do that. You can cancel someone. You can hit the emergency stop button, and it's so tempting sometimes. <laughs> Haven't done it yet. Can you imagine? It'd you come back so to your awkward. car, and someone's just someone's just jacked the power supply from you. You'd be so pissed. I'd be I'd be so angry if someone did that to me. You'd been in the shopping centre, you've been like, oh, I'll spend a couple of hours here because I'll get a couple of hours charged. You come back and you realise that ten minutes in, yeah. some dickhead next to you's jacked. Oh my god. Brilliant. Yeah, I was tempted though at this point because I'd had enough, and then it, it, yeah. So this this charging place, I was like, I was looking at Pierce, like he's not gonna want to stay here for half an hour while some while someone charges the car. She's like, don't worry, we'll make it. I'm pretty much hyperventilating at this point. Like, yeah. if I wasn't laughing, I would have been crying. So I was sort of laughing at myself by being anxious because I was thinking, well, you know, at the end of the day, what what can we do? There's not a lot of options now. So we ended up the miles. So when you get to a certain point, it goes low battery. And then it doesn't tell you how many miles you have left. It goes blank. Oh, that's cheeky. And so you're there, like you could just stop at any point and it's completely pitch black at this point. Um, and so we're like, fuck, no, we've got no heating on. We're trying to keep the lights down to a minimum. <laughs> oh my god! And we've realised that um, Jim Pierce's godfather's house is a couple of miles closer to us than our places. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, let's just get to Jim's. Issue with Jim's house is it's like up and down a load of hills. Oh so god! We're hoping. So we were just like, okay. Put your foot down, going up the hill, and then just well, let and then it cruise down the hill. Cruise down it, hopefully recharge the car on the way down. We made it to Jim's. I do not know how. Uh, thankfully, Jim was in and he let us charge the car there, so it was fine. But Pierce then goes, "Oh, we could have made it back to ours." I was like, "How the fuck mm. do you know that?" It was quite a funny experience. Um, it wasn't. Pierce found it funny. I did not. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like you've lost some of your ability to moan at him because he got buy-in from you on that roundabout. What you should Literally. have done is said, no, this is your mess, you fix it. And I then you would have still had... You would have still had... What you've done now is you lost it- your bargaining chip. Exactly, because now he says, well, you thought it was the right exit as well. Exactly. And we, we would have made it home if we didn't have the detour. Exactly. So he's 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 played it very well. This is a very well-played card from him. I feel like I feel like I'm in a court case all of a sudden, but um, I feel like he, uh, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He played it well. And um, now you've been dragged down to his level. Do you know what the best bit was as well? We just got food. I think we'd got... Um, Oh, we got a Burger King meal. Um, so we got a Burger King meal, yeah, in London, and then we were like, okay, we'll eat it in the car or something. But then I was too anxious to eat, so I didn't eat mine. Piers was going to eat when he got home. And then when we stopped at Jim's, I was like, well, I can't eat my food now because we're at someone's house, and that'd be really like rude to all just right. be like, oh yeah, let me charge can't my just car. Pull out your Burger King, yeah, all right, fair. So then, like. I had to wait however long to then eat my cold... I put it in the microwave, but you know you're like... Because it's vegetarian, so it's not like... Before how anyone long, goes... 
were you at gyms waiting for us to charge? Oh, we got Steve to pick us up and we just left the car there overnight. Because <laughs> we, we weren't... You're like, Jim, it's yours now. It's your problem. Yeah, I'm done basically. With do you regret not jacking the power supply from that other person? I actually do because, like... Yeah. Fuck these people with, like, 300 miles on their cars. Exactly, exactly. They've got no fuck need them. for it, have they? Yeah. You should be you... able to see. You should be able to go up to it and it's like, how much longer has this person got? 300 miles and you're like right for the greater good here i'm disconnecting your car you're just gonna have to stop somewhere later on i need this because i've got like two miles left fuck you thanks very much i just again piers really chose his moment to be confident there you know legit piers he's just walked in come here a second hey chrissy oh hi how's it going yeah, all right, Chrissy, what's going on? Well, I hear that you, um, for some reason, decided that you'd develop some confidence and try and drive your electric car without enough miles on the clock. What's? Oh, no. She didn't tell you that. Oh, she, no. She just told me the story. So, like, what, what happened? Why didn't you just... Why did you suddenly find confidence? That was so, not the time. Uh, so, we had... Uh, how, how far? Nine miles left on the clock. No, 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 no. Oh. Hold on. Before that, when we went actually to set off in the first place... We had like 35 miles or whatever. Yeah, we had 35 miles, which was enough to get home. But as we took no. off... No, no, it was enough to get home. But we went the wrong way. And both this. of us went the wrong way. We went, oh, yeah. this is the way. Don't worry. <laughs> I've heard about the wrong way. I've heard about your little... I mean, but can I say congratulations on getting buy-in on the roundabout there? By yeah, saying, I... <laughs> do you think it's this one? You basically managed to stop her ever moaning at you for it. Good I was move. really trying. I needed something to double down on, to be honest with you, Chris. I knew I was way off in the wrong somewhere, and I thought, <laughs> I need something. So I just I reached out for any little thing that happened along the road. I was no, like, I'm right, proud that's of you. It. it was good work. Good yeah, work. I, I know. I, I took effort and, and determination. You were laughing so much at me that whole way back. Brilliant I thought work. you were going to piss yourself. Well, because there was that charger on the way back, but it's just... It was, yeah, it was someone was using it. Yeah, I've already just, said that you should you have were, jacked the power do supply. Do your impression yeah. of me when I was in the car. No, because it's mean. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm giving you permission. Um. Okay. Um. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. It went down a mile! It went down a mile! <laughs> Life is a lie. <laughs> Who shot Jay off? You know, I mean, this, this is what we're kind of talking about. You know, it it was it was this kind of... Uh, Why are you shouting, by the way? The microphone's right there. You're going to kill Because that's Chris. what you were like. <laughs> I, I'm only going to do it truthfully. <laughs> I like how you got who shot JR in there just for the just who's gonna get that reference? Oh, well, it was better than the um, who shot who who killed uh, what was it Hoffa? Uh, <laughs> what was it Hoffa? Who's Hoffa? I can't. He was the leader of the union, but I'm. You see, that's a reference that Jimmy Hoffa. There we go. Sorry, I forgot Jimmy Hoffa. He was a leader of a. American working man's union. It's a very big deal. Okay. But they don't know where he is. Anyway, these are the kind of references I have. Um, I love them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> oh my God. These are brilliant. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it there, Chrissy, to be honest with you. <laughs> we'll have to get something else together soon and, um, you know, plan something. It's the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right oh, it's on the podcast. I'm so sorry. Hello, people. No, no, bye, I'm bye, not people. just edit this out. I'm fine. I'm, I'm chill about it.
Oh, good. Okay. All right. Don't worry. I'll I'm not just sat chatting to Chris using a full-blown microphone to just have a chit-chat with him. Well, we're fancy men. I felt like... Yeah, we are. That's we quite are. a fancy way to express we ourselves. True, <laughs> true. Okay, I'm going to go. Bye, Chrissy. Oh, my God. See you later. I was quite enjoying it, to be honest. I, was, I could have sat here and had a conversation. How do you feel about that impression? How do you feel that was... Uh, it was pretty accurate. Was accurate? It was accurate, was, yeah. It was pretty... I mean... Yeah. It was, it was less shouting, more panicking, I think. Yeah. No, I, I, I could know. actually imagine you... I, like... If I close my eyes, I could see you. Like it just, it just worked somehow. Maybe like yeah, like less, slightly less shouting, but still the same. I was like gr- clutching at any part of the car that mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. just yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, we were on the motorway, so it wasn't like if we broke down. It's not like we're on like a single track lane where barely any cars go. We were in a fucking dangerous situation. But yeah, that was a fun one. What a time to be like, well, I mean, I, for one, I think that, honestly, we should, like, set up your cars, like, we should, like, record more of your car journey, because I just feel like none of them go as smoothly as they could, you know? Like, I have a dash cam in my car, the like, I keep threatening to, um, because people always say, oh, you're really nice, and I keep threatening to be like, if you saw me when I was driving... You didn't ever say that again. I think the problem is that I'd have to somehow... I mean, you got to bear in mind that maybe 80% of the time, it's me listening to music quite loud and singing quite badly. And the rest of the 20% of the time is that, but then interspersed with, you fucker, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of that lane. And then carrying on, fine. Right, it's like, speed the fuck up. Press your foot to the fucking accelerator. Push it down. Use your speed, you dickhead. And then back to singing. So it's like lots of that. And it just kind of like... It would really shatter the kind of image I had. Have you just seen... In the, have you seen the picture I just sent you of... Oh, wait, I didn't send it. I just put it in the chat. Yeah, it. It's gone. Um, imagine seeing that. Like, obviously, we know... No, no, when I drove like... towards that and see something like that without being prepared, You're I'm like, like nope. Well, this is it. This is how I die. This this is how it all ends for us. It just imagine seeing that as a road set. Put that in the fucking theory test. What the fuck are you gonna do when you see that? That is not exactly. It makes no sense. That's the thing. And once you get there, and you're like, okay, right, I'll just think it. I'll just calm down. You just treat it as fine. a. As like lots of mini roundabouts. Exactly. I think, but but we're from Milton Keynes. People who don't do roundabouts, who then. After I'm talking that. about people who come into Milton. Milton Keynes drivers <laughs> are notoriously terrible. However, <laughs> the only thing worse than Milton Keynes drivers is non-Milton Keynes drivers in Milton Keynes. Yeah. Because it's like, you just suddenly are like, oh my God, you've never seen a roundabout, have you? You don't understand how these work. You don't understand how, you... I'm just like, oh, this has become the driving podcast. But I'm not... I almost got caught out the other day because I hate it when the first lane is suddenly left only first exit mm. only like you oh, can't no, go straight that. That's over because no. the thing is you're so used to like for me I always stay in the left hand lane to mm-hmm. go straight over mm-hmm. I very rarely unless I can't get into the left lane like I will always stay in the left lane to go straight over and the other day when I was in Luton it was suddenly like 
first first lane is for left only and I was like fuck fuck's sake thankfully someone let me in but I was like shitting it because I was gonna join the motorway in the like wrong direction I was mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. no it's the worst I hate those moments so they just trick you at the end they're like by the way you know how every other roundabout works this one for no good reason just doesn't work like that right I don't know if <laughs> this is like the most adult conversation yeah I know well I was gonna bring it back down and we could talk about the beam moving oh my god <laughs> I don't know why you find this so funny. I love the fact you find it funny, but also... <laughs> right, basically, I can go to sleep. I'd, we just watched this absolutely diabolical movie where... It, it, oh, it's called Savage. If It's from, it, oh, just fucking awful. It's got Apparently it's number in. nine on Netflix. Yeah, I, I was screwed over. Um... <laughs> And so I was like, oh, Piers went to sleep or was about to go to sleep. I was like, oh, I want to watch something cheerful. So I put on the B movie and I was really really getting into it. It was was a vibe. It was happy and it was peaceful. Why do you find it so funny? If I said, oh, I watched Shrek, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. Okay, so here's the thing. It was like, it's the unexpected nature of what you said. Like, it it was like, it, it, like, I'm sat there wondering what it is you're going to, like, you're going to say. And you're, oh, Got yeah, you. I watched this thing. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to say, like, something I've never heard of or, like, some really intense film. And then out of nowhere, you're just like, oh, so I watched a B-movie last night. I'm like, are you... You expect me to sit here and not burst into hysterics about this? Like, this is, this is hilarious. I didn't even realise the B... Is the B movie actually on Netflix? Yeah, apparently. <gasps> oh, my God. The B movie is on here? Flushed... Shark Flushed Ta- away. So what? I've watched Shark Tale and Flushed Away in the last couple of years, so I just was like, oh, I, I want to watch oh a God. film that I haven't watched in ages. The only thing that is a bit Jackass three point five is on what's yeah. Where Jack, are they all the shits on Netflix? You need to up. To, I've watched like everything on Netflix. Yeah, I'm but normally Netflix is like garbage. See, I you know ever between... since they've like gone at me for sharing my password to people, I've been like, oh, have you mate, been caught for that? I know they've no, up... I've not been caught for it. Yeah, they oh, can okay. get fucked. Yeah, that is such a like. They're so stingy. Spotify. That's why they're like. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna crack our password sharing," and then they were like, "Oh my god, why are we losing so many customers?" And I was like, "Hmm, I want. <laughs> could it be? No, no. Surely, no. Do you think? No. Oh, th- so funny. Oh no, dickheads." The thing is, like, I if you have Netflix and Amazon Prime, it's quite good because you can just bounce between mm. the two. Like, when one's shit, then you can just have a look mm. at the other one. Fuck me. Um, no, with the B movie, right? I I don't actually. I need to watch the end of it because I haven't finished it, and um, <laughs> I don't remember it from when I was a the child. The other thing is this: is that you like you were there and you suddenly go, "Oh yeah, it's really good, isn't it?" And I was just like. Is this some kind of late review of the B movie of all things? I just it like was, it is well, good. The, the B movie, it's a good, it's entertaining. I love it. It's a funny film. 
the, the only thing that gets me is like the beef starts falling in love with a human. Like that's a bit <laughs> weird. Like it's a bit. I don't know. It's a bit weird. <laughs> Pippin thinks so too, apparently. Start yeah, I mean, gagging. that's always confused me because I'm always like, okay, so if this is a romantic relationship, fine, but then how does that work? Yeah. You know? You're falling like, in love with the people who are... Yeah, I, I, yeah, weird. Slightly weird. That's what happens if you have an argument. What if yeah, it gets, gets really heated and you're like, fuck you. I'm going to drop the stinger in your arm. <laughs> and then, like, you kill yourself. And you're like... That's oh, some Romeo and Juliet shit going on that there. That is some Romeo and Juliet. Also, the ending of Romeo and Juliet is... Uh, just as we're going through the weird things. Is one of the most catastrophically stupid situations I've ever heard of. And yep. clearly, the two of them did not deserve to be together because... Like, how can your reaction be, well, I'll just pretend that I've drunk poison. And then the guy turns up and he's like, oh, she's drunk. Well, the only conclusion here is for me to also drink poison. Or I will to kill myself. She wakes up. Oh, he's killed himself. I'm how strange that, how curious that when I pretended to be dead, he also killed himself. Well, at this point, I must also kill myself. It's like, stop dying. But, but really, like you don't have to be so dramatic here. Don't you just just move on? We get heartbroken all the time. I get heartbroken every other week. I just move on with it. <laughs> it's not true. I do not get heartbroken every other week. You just stay heartbroken. It's every two weeks. Brilliant. No, it is. Um, it is it's stupid. Well, that's one of the things with Savage, actually. So, spoiler alert, if you're going to watch. I d- apparently, just, yeah, apparently just, it's a load of shit. I'm not going to watch that. Just skip the next, yeah, if, skip the next bit where I tell you the spoiler. Just go for about two minutes, we'll get through this. Basically, uh, one of the fake endings of the film is that they, two the two guys get shot and the girl's like, oh, he's going to die, isn't he? Like, this other guy's got shot in the throat. It's like, well, he's been shot in the throat. Obviously, he's going to die. Yeah, he's, he's, he's out. Man's out. I don't out. really get how he hasn't already died. Like, immediately, if you get shot in the throat, it's like it's like a one-minute death kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, And she's like, oh, I don't want to live without him. So then the other guy... Shoots herself sh- in the throat. Pretty much. The other oh. guy who's been shot in the knees, I think he got shot in both his knees or something, he grabs like an adrenaline pen and mm-hmm. stabs her with the adrenaline pen and oh, yeah. his mate with the adrenaline pen and himself with the adrenaline pen so that they all die together and they're all like cuddling and they're in... They're like sharing a needle here as well. Come on now. I think they're all se- they're all separate ones because they've got their own dose of a drug, but basically they all like OD as they're all bleeding out anyway, so they all But she but This is one of the fake endings. Yeah, the, the, yeah. It is fucking stupid. I'm gonna watch this film later. Honestly It's weird. Right, okay, now we're out of that. I'm gonna savage. watch this film later because it sounds like a load of shit, to be honest with you. <sighs> That sounds like a crappy film. You oh my god, there are keep... so many people in it as well. Exactly! It's like, it's a well-budgeted film. Oh no. That's why I thought I was safe. 
Oh, that's very concerning. I well, said that's going to be a fun watch later on. I said to Piers, I'm so bad at picking films, I bet you I could find the one film that Tom, Tom Hanks is bad in or something like that. No, like I've got... you back the fuck up right now, please <laughs> and thank you. I will not accept there's a film where Tom Hanks is. There probably is. If there, there is, is, I would I would choose it because that's my it, speciality. Never tell me about it. Never ever tell me about it. Um, which way should I go here? We got to. Yeah, let's go for that one. I was just going to mention how uh, we'd been to the cinema again. Yeah. Um, and it feels like whenever we go, like as our group, the two of us end up next to the most Milton Keynes group of people to walk the earth. Um, we went to see Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, or something like that. Yeah, Strange in the Multiverse, whatever. Um, all I can say is that there's like you have two options. If anyone ever goes to similar of us, know this now: you have two options. <laughs> if you want to nerd out hard, you go and sit with Piers. Yeah, and Barbie. And Barbie, they're the direction. That's the direction you should go because that will, you know, you'll you'll be fine. You, you know, you'll be able to nerd out. If you want to have an experience where you're enjoying the film, but also there's just some dumb shit happening in real, like, you don't really get, and it's kind of hilarious but odd and confusing, then you sit next to me and Kat. Because apparently we just have the fucking... I don't know. Do you remember much of the film? I remember a lot of being thrown around. Yeah. Well, I think that's... I think what's happened is that my brain has kind of... I tried to remember the film. I was like, I definitely remember bits of it. But I remember more than anything, every time I kind of got comfortable being showered with water or, like, yeeted nearly off my seat, like, the guys next to us getting jump-scared by the very simplest of things. It was so, like, the most... There was some really predictable jump-scares and, like... The directors know that we're going to know it's about to happen. And, you yeah. know, it's the sort of, it's, that's just the way it goes. And these kids are still like, when I say kids are like teenagers, they're still shitting themselves at every point. You know, you're like, bro. Now, what's funny is it's like a chain reaction because they shat themselves, which made us shat ourselves. Yeah, because when someone like... screams next <laughs> to you, you're like, that's pretty a fair response to actually, like, especially when you're getting. <laughs> Water and punched oh, and all sorts. Like when someone we, screams next to you, fucking shit yourself. I mean, we're not, we're sat there like every time it goes quiet, one of us is just says something clearly inappropriate about something. I mean, what was the point? One point it went quiet and I said, "Stupid bitch." Yeah, you did, and it was like it was so quiet, stupid bitch. I thought, oh my god. <laughs> I almost dropped the seed bomb at the start because I got <laughs> you soaked. You the seed bomb ten minutes in. Because <laughs> I got squirted with water as I like leant forward, so it just. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we got soaked. There was lots of opportunities for us to. I mean, I I think I lost count of that times that I leant over to you and said. I'm soaking wet now. Yeah. Which set you off, and then it was a whole thing, and there was... <laughs> the guys next to us were like, what was it? 
What was it? I kept saying mandem. Mandem. Oh my god. What was oh, he, he he's like? He said about lip singer. He's like, he's, <laughs> lip singer. He's like, he better lips her now. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say that in so and long. something I was like, about hugging as well. He's like, oh, if he gives her a hug, then he's just a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What was the... Um, oh, it was like, they're talking about someone falling through the ice. And this kid's just sat there, he goes, oh, that was stupid, wasn't it? Why, why would you stand on ice? That's stupid. Why would you fall through it? <laughs> Like, I don't think they meant to. I think it's just the most like. And yeah, you would say you would like take the piss out of something they said, and then it would spur them on. Like they would just keep going. Honestly, one experience. It was. It was I just feel funny. like Piers and Barbie. They definitely didn't have that experience at their end. They were probably no. sat there really getting into the film. Talking about and theories and all sorts and we're just yeah, there, in-depth like, stuff. I lent into you at one point. I was like, so where are we now? Yeah, it was a point where I was like, so where what actually universe? are we now? Because like I'd completely lost tra- track of where we were. Really losing it. Um, so I if wouldn't anyone watch does it high if I were you. Sorry? I wouldn't want to watch that high. Like, if no. you were tri- tripping balls, that would no. fuck you up massively. Especially in 4DX. I don't know if I've ever told you about the time... Uh, the only times I've watched Inception have been co- by coincidence when I'm really, really tired. Like, it was one time... It was once when we were flying to... It was when we went to Kenya and we'd left. Oh. It was like an overnight flight. Mm. So obviously I had, like, not slept in a day. And, like, at this point it was, like, 2am or something. And I couldn't sleep because there was some fucking, I don't even know, some noisy dickhead further down the plane. So I was like, oh, I need to watch something. I was like, oh, I'll watch Inception. But I really, really, really wasn't awake. And so the whole thing really confused the fuck out of me. Like, really, like, made, and I, like, I, it's not, like, the easiest to hold on to anyway, but I was really confused. And then the only other times I've watched it have been when I'm similarly tired. So mm. a film that doesn't make any sense to me makes even less sense to me because I'm just like, huh? What? No. I just, I cannot deal with it. I don't remember why I started the sentence, but there you go. It was confusing to be fair, but like... It wasn't that confusing. It's the kind it of thing if I watched it, 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 normally, yeah. I'd be fine with it. But because I was so yeah. tired, my brain just wouldn't process what was happening. I get you. I get you. It just you. wouldn't accept what was going on. It was a complete disaster. I don't know why I told you that story. But um, can I tell you about one more thing that's happened this week, by the way? Hit me up. Well, yes. No, not yesterday. Because yesterday was Saturday. The day before that, which is Friday. Um, I had an interview. Oh, for your promotion? Yeah, so I'm not going to find out for a couple of weeks yet. Oh my I'm god, not lie to you. was it the two hour thing? Two hour interview, yeah. I can't believe I forgot to ask you yesterday. <sighs> god, man, it's tough. It was, like... There's something about... Like, I don't even... My, I cannot... You know when you're at uni, and you have, like... We had some lectures at uni that went on for, like, two hours. But, like... yeah. Without a break. Oh my god, they were the worst. You'd just be there, like, I'm not taking in any information. Anymore. You get through 45 minutes of it and you'd be like, this is fine. 
Yeah. And about the 45, 50 minute mark is where your concentration starts to slip because you're like, okay, I've really been following it up until now, but you, you're not, you, you're starting to lose it. You're mm-hmm. starting to lose it a bit. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. And like, it ends up to the point where like, obviously I'm sat next to people like, right, you know, like my friends and stuff. So we're sat there like pissing about at the end of it because it's like, I have no idea what's going on. Complete, yeah. There's no point in me even trying to listen because my brain is not taking it in. And like during this interview, I was just like, I'm becoming more stupid as this goes on. Like the longer I was there, the more stupid I felt like I was being. And I was just like, I, I think I'm an idiot. I think it was just a bit of a weird one. I mean, I don't think it went that badly. I think interviews think normally it go went better okay. than you think yeah, yeah I, think I only remember the bits where i messed up now yeah i think that's quite what normally yeah but like i just is don't it... like the feeling of like the day before the interview i was so i ended up leaving work like a couple of hours early because i was like i actually can't sit here and work in the office because my anxiety is going through the roof right now it was crazy high. Just I'm like, not surprised. It's so, such a tense situation. Because all I could think about was I was trying to do work. And all I could think about was, what if I mess up tomorrow? What if I mess up tomorrow? What if I mess up? And the most stupid thing is I still have a job even if I mess up this interview. Yeah. It's just, I would quite like the promotion. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think it was fine. It was just very stressful. I've never really liked interview situations. I'm confident that you've done better than you think you did. I think I've probably done better than I think I did. Whether it's enough to get it, I don't know. So, oh, um, well, I'm, I'm like, feeling very hopeful for you. But if it, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a point of it that it was almost just like, it's done now. Yeah. And I'm almost just glad it's done. But um, on a similar note, I've been meaning to ask you, and this might now, I don't know, but I remember a few, maybe a couple of months ago, there was that job that you'd applied for at Universal, maybe? Yeah, Universal. And, like, there was that whole thing, and, like, you weren't sure what was going on with it. Do you have any, um... Update, yeah. So, I did the big girl thing. So, um, I basically want to work in A&R, and obviously Universal is the biggest company to do it for, so... Yeah, they're Universal. That's a pretty, pretty obvious myself. career choice. Why but did you say that? They're Universal. They... <laughs> Fuck me. They only have one position available and because the company is like, you know, the biggest Huge. in the world, it's kind of a bit stressful. But basically, mm. I did the big girl big girl thing and I called them up because I was... Oh my God. I called them up um, a few weeks ago now because I was sat there anxious thinking, I don't. they haven't told me anything, I don't know if... Um, the job's still there, if they filled it and they haven't updated me, like, because they said it a few, like, they said the job would start in around six months after I initially applied. Um, oh, that's a long process. Yeah, but they, and they said interviews would be in a few weeks and it had been a couple of months at that point, so I was like, well, you know, I, I just want to see what's going up, so going on, so I called them and it, the recruiter that I spoke to wasn't the one that was dealing with that job specifically, but he said that the interviews take place 
early July and okay. the job starts at the end of July. So, yeah. So basically, so you're I'm not actually any the wiser on how it's going. Nope, not at all. But I don't know. I'm just gonna keep doing my tutoring work and stuff while I wait for it, and then see what happens. But um, the ma- the other management team that I wanted to work for, they they weren't taking on anyone at sort of entry level when I initially contacted them but they said they're hopefully expanding at the end of the year so if I don't get the job with Universal I might be able to get in with them so I'm I'm not too worried but yeah I kind of just want to get started now I want to be in my career like yeah I get you yeah basically oh just for context as well like I might seem like really distracted slash out of it and Chris knows why but basically I mean we went to the cinema last night got back very late and then I had to double dose on my sleeping medication so like I'm slightly out of it today which I mean I think you're coming across very well to be honest I feel like I might it might sound that way but if you are watching on like YouTube you'll probably look at me yawning about a billion times and like fiddling more than normal well, if it's any consolation, I have also been messing about with stupid things. I keep dropping things and having to, like, reach down to pick them up. And I'm like, why can't I just stop and leave them alone? But I really can't. So, um... I feel you. You're not alone. You. You're not alone. That's all right. I was just thinking, I don't know if it's too... Have you got anything else you want to talk about? Or... Oh, I just wanted you to know that you're great. Why? Well, I don't know. I just felt like I hadn't given you the ick recently. Stop doing that to me, man. I feel bad. I just I realised I hadn't done it at all. I was just, just saying. Thanks, boo. Sorry. I I kept grab every time I got scared. Well, not scared. I, every time I got jump scared is probably the right... Um... Jump scared by the people next to us. Yeah. <laughs> I get or grab- by what water is... being yeeted at us. Yeah. I grabbed hold of Chris at one point. I grabbed him and I thought, I've just grabbed him so hard. I felt really bad. Well, I was just like, wow, okay. Abuse. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny. I was like, oh, you won't mind. I'll get over it. Well, I was just quite concerned. And then when we went to the, we went to Weatherspoons afterwards and like. Oh, I was not doing too good then. And you were looking kind of out. I was just like, Don't are you about up. to. Is this the end for you? Are you about to let's like collapse? Because I'm really not ready for that at the moment. Basically, I was almost sick on the way to the cinema because I'd had an energy drink. I'd been painting the new flat. I'd put my sunscreen on and stuff, but sun. I said sunscreen. Is that like the American? I put on sun cream, but still, you know, when the heat gets to you, I hadn't yeah. really had enough water. I'd had an energy drink and hadn't really had any much food. I then got a bit car sick so I felt ill before we got there then being hurled around in 4DX it felt good at the time but when you you know when you get off a roller coaster and you still feel like you're on it like or if you're on a boat and then you get off a boat you still feel like you're in the water yeah 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 I sort of had that going on but I couldn't work out what was like what was wrong and you know when you can't place it I just felt really and then we got to the fresh air I thought oh that'll sort me out and then I was cold and then we were cold because it was fucking freezing 
so cold. Yeah, so it was just a bit of a weird one. Yeah, that's how my wife had that weird experience. It's like, you know when you're walking down um, an escalator, but like, it's not on. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so trippy. Oh man, that mess- there's one in, I went to H&M the other day and they, there's one that like, for some reason it just doesn't work. Yeah. And like, so you step onto it and the first step is fine because it's like flat. And the next one is like a slight step downwards. But I think your brain is telling you, oh, this is going to, you know, don't worry about it. Stand still. And it was like, it's almost like you're falling, but like, yeah. Also, you're not because you're, you're literally hit the stair. It's very trippy and like confusing. And I feel like your brain, my brain is just there like, what are you doing? Fucking weird. Stop. Stop this. I had that getting off the ladder yesterday. I I was two steps up, but I thought I was one step up. So I like... Oh no, went, that messes with you. Yeah, I went to put my foot down and I sort of half fell because I was expecting my foot to be on the ground and it wasn't. Um, I love that. I love that. Oh, fuck. I just remembered a... The opening of a series of unfortunate events. Um... <laughs> It uh-huh. talks about that sickly feeling of, like, missing the last step or something. Yeah, I know. I'm trying mean. to find, like, the... Oh, God. I'd I'd see if I can find it at some other point because it's kind of, like, a bit of effort. But, yeah, it's, um, it's basically summarising that f- feeling of panic in that split second where you realise your foot is in the air instead of on the ground um it's like walking up the stairs to your bedroom in the dark and thinking there's one more stair than there is your foot falls down through the air and there's a sickly moment of dark surprise as you try to readjust the way you thought of things yeah. and then it goes on to like be like because they're like and it summarizes died. the whole like series very well like the whole yeah book. it's like it's like um this dark and curious feeling of falling that accompanies every great loss. And it's like, in a very weird way, like, that was quite accurate, you know? It does describe that feeling of, like, emptiness and panic, like, when something goes wrong in life. It's just so beautiful. And they didn't include it in the film, that quote, I don't think. And I... No. I've watched some of the episodes of the Netflix series, but because I was, I so loved the original films, it was just a bit hard to mm. stomach. But um, yeah, I don't think they, they put that opening in either no, the film or the series, it's, which is really upsetting because it's so good. It's really good. And I, you know, I actually like, it's like there's a, okay, so you're walking out of the room and there's one more stair. That's, that's, that's quite, you know, the other thing is when, <laughs> You think there's one less step, less step than there yeah. is. So you go for it and you're like, fuck, oh. It, you like thump your foot. Yeah, it's so And like smash your toe into a stair and you're like, it's a different feeling because that's just pain. That's just pain and you sat there thinking I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's my that's my addition to that one. Um, one of the worst go. things was in New Zealand, like, I didn't wear shoes. like, And that was just sort of what you did when you were a kid. You just didn't mm. wear shoes. Mm. I think you had to wear them if you were in the supermarket. But, like, and you had to wear... It was, there was such, a, like, a weird rule where you were allowed to not wear shoes when you were on campus and 
but you had to wear your shoes through the school gates. So, so you everyone... could walk in your shoes to school and then immediately take them off. Well, what I used to do was, well, I think all of us did. We would go to school barefooted, put our shoes on or have our shoes ready to put on in case like we got caught to walk through the school gates and then take them off again. Like, I think I just had mine in my hand. So if a teacher was there, I'd then put them on. But if a teacher wasn't there, I just wouldn't bother. It's the only time you can imagine not having a reasonable explanation for not knowing where your shoes are. Yeah. I think I explained that badly. No, the, uh, you didn't. Did I word just... it right? No, no, you did. I, the whole okay. situation is just bizarre to me. Yeah, and I think that was the issue I had with when you misjudged your step without shoes on, you literally mm. would bust your toes open. That just... Mm. Also, now I'm just thinking about feet and I don't like it. Hobbit feet. You do get like... You do get like proper leathery feet. And it's hot there as well. The tarmac's hot. And they have like troll feet or something. So funny. Um, Well, on that note, should we go on to the music? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I feel ill. So if you could start this, that'd be great. Because I'm... Okay, so... I might start with my favourite one of yours. Mm-hmm. Can you can you guess which one it is? I feel like you might not be able to guess. No, no, actually, I can't. Okay, so gratitude by above what? and beyond. That uh, one yeah. was your favorite one. Yeah, which is probably like the least like the norm, like my typical choice. This was the one I was thinking you would be least into. No, I loved it, and well, so, like, that's messed up my mind. I think it was the first within like the first five seconds. The um, the vocals were so much like everything, everything's. Um, and I was like, "Am I being? Oh yeah, okay, I get you. Dumb? Is there some sort of connection there? But it's just a kind of similar vocal style. I mean, yeah. Um, so that that got me. And I guess the other thing was I wasn't expecting you to put in something so dance tracky, like. <laughs> Almost EDM, but not. It's not like EDM EDM. It's like um, I put transcendent music. Yeah. Which is, um, it it's just like I I it makes me think of when I'm at a festival and every now and again I'll walk into um, a sort of DJ tent and there'll be music going on and everyone's just vibing it everyone's like not on the same planet everyone's in their own Mm. little bubbles and it's like a little moment of escapism and you're not all you know when you have a band like oasis everyone's singing the same lyrics everyone's sort of going through similar emotions with this type of music it's so open and in the air like everyone's having a complete different yeah train of thought which i i quite like um and the instrumental sort of towards the end is just banging. I just fucking love it. It just made me feel so content with life. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What What did you sort of have well, to do? Well, I, I, re- I put this in because I feel like people will never... They never expect that I like really like um, EDM, drum and bass, like trance, all this kind of stuff. I think people just would never expect that of me. 
No. They're like, yeah, no, that's okay. so. Like, someone listens to this, they were like, "You're, you've never listened to this in your life." And I love this kind of stuff. I really do. So I went good. to before COVID. Um, our friend Jesse and I, we went oh. to um, in Manchester. There's uh, I think yeah, they call it the warehouse project. Basically, it's literally oh, yeah. a warehouse, and it's just like. You know, there's like fucking lasers everywhere. Like everyone is just there. Like it's it's almost like a bit of a rave. You know, like that's where they I did one of the COVID. I had a great time because it's like it is like you say. Like you have this kind of weird, out of body like feeling. Like because we were there for hours, man. Like I don't know what time we got there. We just got there like seven, eight o'clock maybe, and like didn't leave until like four a.m. maybe, and like. It's exhausting, but, like, you don't feel it when you're there because you're just, like, lost in the music and, like, completely on another level. And, like, I'd had a couple of drinks, but I wasn't really, like, out of it in that sense. But just the music and all in the atmosphere, it really, like, puts you in a different frame of mind. And it's, like, this weird out-of-body yeah. kind of experience. I remember I was just like, this is amazing. This is, like, the best experience. This is so cool. Loved it. Um... So yeah, I really, I, I just, I love this kind of music. It's, it's, it really, um, I've listened to it for years. It's like my kind of, I don't know. It's like my, um, not guilty pleasure. It's not guilty about it, but I just feel like I don't really normally talk about it. Um, no, but I'm glad you have because I, I, I enjoy it. But I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I put it in there just as a bit of a like, I'll just share it because I love this. I love this kind of music. I think it's really really like fun to listen to and like you say it does kind of listening to it it does leave you the sense of like being content almost and it's a sweet it's a sweet song like lyrically it's not as much to it it's like i can let you read you the entire lyrics of the of the song is um there are moments in the day where i just lose myself in sorrow and forget how the sky has been so much bluer and my life's just so much sweeter since we met you make my day with what you say, a world of calm inside your arms, I hope you know. The love you bring, the song you sing, I overflow, I hope you know, I hope you know. My current mood is gratitude. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. That's nice, yeah, that's just like, that's just nice. It's just, it's, it's weird for me to just throw in a song that's like, just a sweet kind of thing. It's not really much I can go for lyrically on it. Um... Yeah, above and beyond the great, generally, you definitely go and check them out if anyone is into that kind of music. I think it's just um, like a nice combination of vocal, like soft vocals and then synths and stuff. It's just... Yeah, there's so blends. many other songs that I would gladly... Like, maybe I'll put them in the future and like... Yeah, okay, you know what? I, I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go for Shapeshift by Jenna Doe. Brilliant. I've, this is the song that I've listened to the most like it's probably one of the songs I've listened to the most this year actually really? um yeah what did what did you think about well it? I'm gonna take you through the experience that I had listening to it whereas like for the first kind of 60% of the song I was just like this is you know this is like quite emotional kind of like you know like trying to be someone who you're not like you're feeling like you're like in competition for someone's love or something. And it's like, yeah. you know, she's sweet, bubblegum cherry, and I'm salty, might make your gums bleed. And it's like, oh, 
that's sad. And then like, I would do anything if you want me to, yeah, I'd shapeshift B. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really like sad. Like to be in that situation where you feel like you have to change for someone to love you or like you're in kind of like competition for it. Yeah. I, yeah. So I'm really listening to it. I'm into it. But then it gets a bit fucking psycho, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a bit it fucking psycho on the bridge. That's why I love. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I was entirely not expecting it. I was literally looking really? in a mirror. I was looking in a mirror, and I was like, I literally this kept happened. I was just like looking at myself, and I was like, "What in God's name has happened?" Let me just read to you the bridge. Um, anyone who's listening. So I cut off her smile. Yeah, I pulled out her teeth. If you liked on her, would you like it sewn on me? Close your eyes, count to three, for a surprise, please don't peek. My disguise so you like me, please don't mind if it's a little bloody. And I was like, hang on a second, did you kill another girl and <laughs> literally pull out her- What? You can't- No! I was completely like- Taken away. just sat there and I was like, where's this fucking psycho come from? But also- I love I it. I feel that. I embrace that. Like, I think it just summarises... I always think your first love, like, uh, is mm. your... Is, is an obsession. Mm. It's not actually love. I think your first... The, the person you get the most hurt by is the person that you've... It's a one-way relationship where mm. you, you're you completely obsessed and they don't care. They might care about you, but they don't care about you in the same way that you care about mm. them. And they they think, can never give you what you want from them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you see that they are drawn to somebody else, mm. it's the idea that you would then start trying to be more like that person that mm. they like. And obviously that's not going to then make them like you or anything like that. And it's weird because I don't know why I love this song so much because I don't relate to it. <laughs> at the, You know, like, I'm, in, I'm in a happy, stable relationship. So this song is so good that it makes me feel like I've been hard, hard done by in some yeah. sort of made-up scenario, which is why I, I love it so much because it's just... It makes you feel... Like you're going through something. I don't know. It just the thing is, I think this is like on the one hand, like you can't relate, and it's like no, this is so like not me, like right now, whatever. But I think it's like you say, like that feeling of almost madness, like especially with like first love or anything, where you're like, yeah, you're so in your mind in love with someone, and like you just you'll do anything for them to love you back. Yeah. The, like, it's almost entirely believable that you'd end up going psycho and literally, literally killing someone and being like, look, I'll be just like them if that's what you want. If it's that what you want, is that, is that what, you know, yeah. like, desperation for someone to love you like that. Like, you almost can see it. Like, I'm not, obviously I'm not saying it so consequently I'm going psycho and I'm going to, uh, remove the teeth of my enemies and uh and, and but no but like you we all i think lots of us know that feeling you're just being so in love with someone that like even if they're the most toxic person for you i know that we definitely will both know that feeling of like being so yeah. into someone that you're like i'll do anything i'll literally do anything i'll go anywhere i'll be anyone and like 
obviously that's so unhealthy for you like i think that's why i like the angry part of this song because it's Mm. kind of uh equivalent to you being angry with yourself Mm. for ever feeling like you needed to Mm. be inauthentic Mm. i don't know like that's no i get it I, I, i find it weirdly like on the one hand i'm like god that's like psycho but also relatable and a weird it is and it, i think i agree with you it's like even though i'm not feeling that way right now i definitely was there like fuck yeah yeah i get yeah yeah i do feel like i do feel angry right now i do feel like and like you're you're in that mindset so when it gets to that bit where it's like more psycho you're like yeah this seems like an appropriate solution to the problem yeah this yeah. seems realistic at this point like everything else has gone shit let's do that um yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. I really, it's, um, I can see why you've been, like, listening to it for ages, because I just can't help it. It's just, I think that her voice is so soft as well. It's it just... is. It reminded me a little bit of, um, Katie Baser a little bit. Oh, Just at the start, okay. I think. There was just something in that that just reminded me of her, and then obviously it goes and takes I do a have very, very them in the same time. playlist, so yeah, that kind of that kind of makes sense. It does though, you know, very very quickly takes a different turn, but like there's something just in their voice at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is like kind of cool. Yeah. But um it's a good I, song. I, it's a good song. I shall I hit you up? Yeah, go on. Um hmm. hmm. Okay, I'll go with uh sad necessary is that what it's called sad okay. sad necessary uh by milky chance it was something that um our friend nathaniel showed me probably when we were in sixth form actually really I said, oh, i'm really into this and um he has such a good taste in music he has a great taste in music he has a great taste in music and i heard this one the other day for i don't even know what what i was doing so i think i must have been watching something it was in the background but um I was just like, I like the vibe to this. Yeah. I like this. I like where this is going. And I actually haven't listened to the original version. Oh, really? Oh, no. I've only listened to the acoustic. Like, I haven't either. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, like, the original version might be very different, but I like, I love the, I, I, I'm happy with it as it is, you know? Yeah. Like, just being a guitar and singing. Yeah, they've got such a textured, unique voice. It's just so grisly. Yeah. And I am... Um, I've never realised before time. looking up that the two of them are actually German. It's a that duo and they're, like, they're both German. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know why. It just does... It's something get, in the way they that. sing it. They're like, the like, pronunciation the of kind of yeah. some words and the phrase. Like, it's not... You can also, it's like, you can hear, you're like, English is not necessarily your first, and it's not, it's not because it's bad, it's fine, it's great, it's great, it's just like, it's sometimes I really like it when someone, like, because a lot of, like, when you listen to, like, English music, whatever, like, lots of, Eng- less so now, actually, but, like, lots of English things for ages were basically, like, try and sound more American, yeah. especially, like, pop music and things, they just go for that, like, Everyone sounded like you was like you all seem to have the same voice and that's not. So I like it when someone brings their own like flavour to it, their own accent or whatever. It's like, oh I like this. I like this. But um It's one of those songs that can sort of just go 
go past you because there's no like extreme structure mm. i don't know if that's the best way to explain like mm. there's not it it just sort of is easy listening essentially that's mm. what i'm trying to get across i don't know why i was going to make that really complicated for no reason but yeah it's sort of like easy listening the guitar is it's kind of sort of folky and relaxed in a way mm. which it's, it's quite a light feeling and it like really contrasts the vocals because the vocals are quite gritty. They're still soft, yeah. but gritty. And then to yeah. have the little bits of guitar in, it just is a nice balance. They're just very when I was reading about the spectrum. That's actually apparently what they were just really going for was that thing of like, on the one hand, it's sad. It's a sad song and it's like, you know, like, all I can do is follow the tears. Um, you know, all does that. Can I blame you for this when heartbreakers came around? You shot my heart like a bullet all alone. Like, but also, if you just listen to it, you almost... Like, it is sad, and you can tell it's a sad song. But you want to dance? Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, kind of what like, they say. It's sway. like that thing of, like, you want to... You're sad, but also you're not sad. And it's like... I don't know. I also just like that that term, like, sad necessary. I'm like, yeah, I think of, like, we kind of talked about it, like, last week, of, like, um, you know, we talk like, there's lessons that you have to learn in life sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, And you have to go through some shit sometimes to get to somewhere sad better. Necessary. Oh, yeah. That, it's, that's like, necessary to have the shit time. Even if you don't enjoy it, like, it's horrible. But it's necessary to be sad now. And then... Happy later. I guess I think we can both relate to that, like having bad experiences in the past with various situations, but like where we are now is definitely it's made it a better place. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, it's not like you want it to happen. It's not like you're happy it happened, but it was necessary to have that, to have this. I think that's why it's talking about, like, I think with boyfriends and girlfriends and anything mm. in between, like, it, it's sort of having a bad relationship sometimes makes you prepared for the good relationship, you know? That's... Yeah, it makes you realise what you won't accept, right? Yeah. It makes yeah, you realise exactly. what you don't want, what you don't want and what exactly. you do want from a relationship. I mean, and not just in a relationship context, there's like other, you know, other things that you can relate it to, but that's probably the most simple way of mm. sad necessary. Like it's the best example is saying, oh yeah, going through a bad relationship has taught mm. you the lessons that you need for the good one. Look at us, a little clever oh, brains. That was that was good. Sad necessary. I'm going to coin that I word. like that. I like it as a word. It's a really good word, actually. Yeah, um, definitely. I will hit you up with... Yeah, let's go with our good friend, Split the Dealer, Hard to Take. Beautiful. So... I put Split the Dealer into the playlist because... Also, can I just say, we love you, Sam. Hi. We love you. Yeah, you're a cool geezer. What a guy. Um, I put him in because I'm actually going to his show uh, yes. on the 13th. So, like, next Friday. Is this getting released yeah. this Tuesday or next Tuesday? Um, unsure. Okay. Um, well, it's either... <laughs> A few days before Actually, the gig. Actually, I think it could be... It will be 
two weeks from now because we're um oh we're block we're, doing we're well. block recording. we're doing well okay okay so by the time this comes out he would have had his headline show oh that's very exciting um i'll let you know how it goes Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll see you there if you <laughs> are a podcast listener who's going to be there. That'd be so cool. <laughs> um, well, you will have seen them. <laughs> so oh my god! Yeah, this is so confusing. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way of describing uh, Sam's well, split the dealer's music mm. um, to somebody who hadn't heard his music before, and I was thinking it's like Tom Grennan meets Nothing But Thieves. Does that sound? Yes, like a that's fair... the one. Because yeah. he's more rocky and rangy than like Tom Grennan, but then he's not as heavy and in, as extreme as Nothing But Thieves. He's like mm. somewhere in between the two, which mm. is just like a beautiful mm. combination. I just he's got such a talented voice. Like mm. he's got a nice rasp, but then the contrast of like a soft range, and he's got a awesome falsetto as well it's just i literally wrote down one of my notes was just man's got range yeah (laughs) he does i really respect a guy who can sing really high because i can't do that shit so i love it when a guy can that's just great that's the thing right and it takes genuine skill to not just like like virtually anyone can like make a noise and that kind of register but it's being able to make a nice you know, like, to do it well is one of those things that takes effort. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you know, you have to get it right. And he really, I was just like, damn, like, you fucking nailed it. I just, I was, I was like blown away, blown away. It's just so cool. I don't know. I just think this is a song you can dance to, a song you can blast in your car. Mm. I don't have one bad thing to say about it. It's just, it's just vibes. You know? No, it made me want to, like, really... I was listening to it again just while I was making a cup of tea before we started. And yeah. I was just there, like, in the kitchen. I'm like, I'm really, like... I was just like, it really made me want to dance and just, like, fucking go for it. Um, there's so much energy in it. I Yeah, it just... His songs just make me happy. Like, it's like yeah. a positive experience every time. It's not very uplifting and it's... There's touches of like he- like there's heavier elements in parts of the song, but it's still light, if that makes sense. Like it's yeah. still, it, I get yeah. it. It's, it's weird because like yeah, if you look at lyrics, and it's like because it's hard to take living in this limbo that I help create. Even if I'm in here alone, I'm losing control, and you're like, oh god, oh man, that's quite in depth. That's like, I've had those moments. You know, like those moments in your own head where you're like. Fucking hell, like, this is all going out of, like, you've got no grip on anything. Everything's just happening. Um, it's it's like being upset with the life that you've built and chose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is... Definitely. Which and is I hard to this, take. <laughs> it is hard to take. I actually Sorry, had these moments when I was talking to someone about um, coming back from work and stuff, or whatever. And, like, there have been so many times when I, like, come home from work... And I just sit in the car and I turn it off, like turn the car off, turn everything off. And I just sit there for like five minutes and I'm like, okay, peace. Just, just, just nothing for five minutes. Because it's like, sometimes you go through the day and it's like, I, you know, I like my job. I really do. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with my career. 
all this stuff. But sometimes you're going through a date and you're just like, everything seems to be a little bit outside of your control. And you're like, yeah. how is this happening right now? Like, I was so on top of this stuff. How, what, what's, what's going on? And you're like really fucking losing it. And so you need that time sometimes just to be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like take a moment, take a little bit here to, to get on top of this. Cause this is, this is too much now. Um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that was just a bit there. So I definitely relate to that. But again, yeah, you can separate that and actually you can just be in and like, it's almost like it's hard to take, but also you're not going to let it stop you, you know? I get you. I like that. I like it. I love, I love Sam's music. He's not, sorry, but I keep calling him Sam, but um, I think that's fine. I think we can do that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, feel like... I, 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 I think his music is really great. I think he's definitely like, I'm glad that we found him when we did. I'm glad you showed him to me when you did, because it's like, I feel like we got in there early, and I mean, like, he's going to really blow up. What a bop. Yeah. So, should I move on to a last track? Yeah, then? hit me with it. So, Fallacy Actually, Night Moves. I, right, so, sorry. Fallacy Actually by Night Moves. I just started moving on before I'd even finished my own <laughs> sentence. Um, This track got me because. This does not sound like it came out last year. No. It sounds like an old song with modern production. Yeah. It just it just threw me. If I like... if I had to ask you for like a couple of people it reminded you of, who would you who would you go for? Just out of curiosity. I was desperately trying to work this one out. I don't know if like maybe stereophonics, but mm-hmm. it's kind of not oh, I don't know, like maybe like an early two thousands, nineties band but i can't i can't think who what is there no. someone in your mind that well uh, there's a little part of me not just a little part of me that just like again had like like i say again it's like last week but like alex turner kind of like vibes oh. to it a little yeah. bit yeah know? i, can I see could that. like i could see that being a thing it almost like I don't even... Like, you know we were talking about Submarine last week? I've been thinking about Submarine. It's been going around and around my head. Yeah. And I was like, I can't necessarily see this in Submarine as it is. Yeah. But it's not far from being one of those songs. I get you. Yeah, you no, it's me? not. It's that sort of, like, old school indie... But it is a kind of timeless rock. as well. Like, it could be, like... It almost feels like it could have been, like, a Beatles song. In a different life, it could have been a Beatles song. It could have been, like, you almost, like, I can place it in lots of different places. It's one of those kind of timeless... This song feels, like, yeah, timeless and kind of difficult to actually nail down. I get you. I get you. Yeah. No, like, I was just trying to... It sounded so, sort of, familiar, not in, like, a... Oh, it sounds exactly like another song, but it just sounded very um, comfortable. I don't know. Yeah. That the right. What I find really weird about it is that it's like, it sounds so weird now that after we just talking about that falling thing, but like, the whole oh, time really? it's like, it feels like like you don't quite know when it's gonna end. You're like, when it starts, it's almost like you feel like you're in the middle of something suddenly, and then it's like, it just feels like it kind of like it could go around and around and around forever and not really ever. It reminds me, I saw this video once of like 
it's like a scale going up, whatever. Yeah. And you think that it's this endlessly rising scale. And you, you actually, it reveals that actually it's like, it goes up to a point, loops back around and like starts again, but you don't realise it. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. Const- it's like you actually it's listen going. to the same thing over and over, but in your mind, you it, it sounds as if it's just constantly happening. And this it, is like I feel like it's constantly falling. Yeah, I get that. As, I know, like, like Super Mario's, like a lot of game tracks do that, where mm. it just repeats and repeats, but it doesn't feel like it's repeating. Mm. Because it's definitely, clever. I just love it. And like, the, all the chords in it feel like they all work, obviously, but like you almost don't expect. Some of them, you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting Discord to follow you on. That that wasn't. Yeah. It's it's a bit like surreal. Surreal is the word I'm looking for, and like, just bizarre and and strange. But I I really love it. A friend showed it to me, and they were like, I don't know if you'll like this, but it feels like the kind of thing you would like. And I was really vibing hard to it. You know. I get you. I get you. It's weird. I'm oh, sorry. I was just reading, and they said that um in their bio it says, uh, three high school friends with a shared interest in melding seventies rock with Americana. Uh, mm. Minnesota's night moves emerged in twenty ten. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I can see that. You know, you're like, oh yeah, that kind of makes more sense. That makes a lot of sense. It's very like, and it it really got stuck in my head. The song as well. I was just like. I really, I had it going round and round. I was just like, this is, I just can't even put words in, onto it, you know? I get you. It has a similar effect to gratitude, but like in a yeah. different way, like in a different genre. Oh, here we go. Jesus, fuck, what? With, what is, a cyclist or a horse is a horse. It's fine. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, are we? We've got one more, haven't we? I was going to say yeah. that this, this like, uh, the our songs this week they just all belong in completely different playlists. Like they're all over the place, aren't they? Every single one belongs to. Oh, I guess maybe Shapeshifter and Ghosted My Therapist you could probably see on the same playlist, but all of the others are on completely different wavelengths. Definitely, and the beautiful segue, by the way. Yeah, did you like to, that? Uh, yeah, it was very good. Ghost of My Therapist by Rachel Bachner. Yep, that's how... Wait, let yep. me try that again. Hang on, let me just see. Ghost of My Therapist by Rachel Bachner. Now, whether beautiful. that's right or not, it sounds good enough for the It sounded professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was really excited to show you this song. Because I felt like you would love the lyrics of this. It's just I did. so. I mean, the whole song is about being twenty-four, but it just applies to being twenty-something and your life, like you're living through an existential crisis. But like, everything's fine, you know. Everything's fine. There are good bits, and there are hard bits, and everything is fine. And you're just about like getting through. Mm. Life. <laughs> yeah. That sounds no, kind of depressing. Um, I do. It's like, yeah, being 20s is confusing. I think before you get to your 20s, you think, I'm going to have it all worked out. I'm going to go into it and going. What you realize yeah, going through it is you know fucking nothing. Everything is so confusing and strange and like 
because and you're you in don't that have weird the money thing. to do yeah like they say the 20s are the best years of your life and it's like maybe a few years ago when you could actually afford to buy a house when you were in your 20s yeah then things might have been slightly different because then you're still at that stage where you have minimal responsibilities and but I, I don't know it just doesn't between covid and the house the housing market like it just the 20s are a hard time everyone's at such different stages of their life like that's the you know, thing. some people are married with two three kids but you know by this point and others are backpacking around the world and everyone's just such different levels and yeah i think everyone in their 20s could relate to this absolutely song. absolutely and it's definitely like i've had that thing of like you almost feel like you didn't have enough time to do everything that you need to do so you're like constantly like like when it said i'll like stay up all night so i can binge a couple seasons yeah, it's like that thing of you really should sleep, but you feel like sleeping is somehow you're losing time Wasting by sleeping. Time. Yeah, because like you've been, especially like if you've been like working all day on like if you're at job or anything really, so you're doing stuff all day, whatever, and it all feels really important. And at the end of it, you're like, well, I really want to watch this, this thing. I really want to watch this thing on Netflix, but I should be sleeping. Ah, yeah. fuck the sleep. I'll do. It. I'll catch up on that another time. I'll watch this now, and like that thing of. So then it's like, I slept forever, but I still can't seem to wake up. It's almost, it's like that thing oh is, you constantly feel like you're like trying to stay on top of everything and everything is just so outside of your control. And then you go onto Facebook or Twitter or whatever, Instagram, and you're like scrolling through and someone who you knew a few years ago is now like getting married or they've just bought a house or they're going to have a kid. And you're like, hang on, what? I'm, how have you found time to do that? I haven't even... Yeah. Done this thing. Like, you, you know, like constantly, like. And even if you've got, so say you're like married with children and stuff, mm. it might mean that you've done that, but then at the expense of, oh, okay, well, so you want a career. Like, you're then behind on that because you've got to try and work around the life that you've built. You know, it's just. It, you're constantly all looking it's at just... each other and you're all like, because you're all like these people who are in a similar kind of place who have gone through and done different things after school who are now in different places and you're all looking at each other and you're like, Help. oh, you're doing that and that's really cool and you're doing that and that's really cool and you're doing that and that's really cool. And everyone, you're constantly comparing yourself to others, disappointed with what you've done, even if what you've done is great because you're like, oh, but I could have had a kid. I could have got married. I could have bought a house. I could be backpacking around Asia. I could be a high-flying career person. Like, you're always thinking, I could have done this, even if it's not necessarily what you wanted, but I know it, with, it definitely like circles around us. It's very weird. I know with applying to Universal and, you know, wanting to work in A&R and stuff, and, you know, the the job I'm going for is an internship, and I'm thinking, mm. okay, I'm 23 now, 24 at the end of the year. I'm probably getting a, to be a bit older to do, and like a bit old to do an internship. And you think, oh, am I going to be one of the older candidates? And you think... Mm how could I be one of the older candidates? Because I've not had a, like I've had enough chance to build up the experience I need mm. to be able to get the job, but only just if I was a few years younger, then I wouldn't be qualified to do the job. I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's just so. It's constantly double thinking ah. your own actions, but all of which seem 
they made perfect sense at the time. Everything yeah. you've done is logical to have done it at the time that you did it. But now you're looking back and you're like, what if... You know, like, we were talking about it with my friend the other day, and we were like, do you ever regret not doing a master's? And there's a part of you that's like, I do a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because that looked like it was quite fun. Because you see the fun side of things, obviously, and you're like, see stuff, and you're like, maybe I wish I'd done that instead. Maybe I wish I'd done that instead. But, like, for you, maybe it's the other way. Maybe you're like... I enjoyed my masters and I'm glad I did it because I think during COVID I I wouldn't have been able to get the job I wanted. So it was the perfect use of my time, but it wasn't a fun year of my life. I wasn't living at uni. I wasn't going out and Mm. doing stuff. We were in But that's what I mean. That's the thing of like we're all looking at what everyone else are doing. Even if it's not the reality of it, even if it's not the truth, we're seeing the good side of of what's happening on the stuff you share on social media. You don't share necessarily well i hate my life and i'm writing this essay and i didn't do any referencing and actually i just got told it was shit and so my end of year project sucks now you just see the good (laughs) stuff and you're like oh this person is able to go and go to these gigs or like they're able to do this thing and it's like yeah and they're they're reading about stuff that sounds really interesting and it's like oh i want to do those things i want to do those things too you don't think about the obviously negative sides to every kind of situation where it's like like you said you're looking at someone who's married with kids and on the one hand like there's nothing to be ashamed of that that's fine that's absolutely cool like but then they might have some regrets that they're not sharing because they're not going to be like actually maybe i wish i hadn't had this child at this age because i would rather have done this first and it's like it's not judging that they're but like everyone will look back at their own experience and go actually it wasn't that good but you present the best side of it to other people of course you do yeah and they will see that and think should I have done that instead? Yeah. Even if you went back, you maybe wouldn't actually change a single thing. Exactly. Yeah. She's very uh, calm in her voice and yeah. like nature. So it's not... I know we've just explained like this big panic of being in your 20s, but this song makes you feel good about that. Makes you feel like everyone's in the same boat. We're not alone. Like yeah. it's not a, a negative, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing with my life? It's not that. It's absolutely the opposite. It's, you know. I like, we've had a couple of those songs where it's like singing about something where it's like everything is chaos and shitty and insane and I don't understand what's going on. But it's almost like, yeah, like you're just singing about it and it's like, yeah, it's, it, it, it sucks really, doesn't it? it? It's all a bit. So it's like that bit where it's, um, Graduated college and I want to quit my day job. Writing songs don't pull my base bills yet. At least I know my mum will listen. And then there's yeah. a little break and then Love you, Mum. And it's just like <laughs> and it cracks me up because it's like so like Yeah, it's like the world is falling around around. But also I guess you know that things are gonna be okay. You're gonna end up coming out of your twenties one way or another. And like things will probably be alright, realistically. Whatever path you've taken. Things will probably yeah. be okay. I just love the line, like, I take my meds with my iced coffee. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just... It's so relatable. You're, like, you're thinking, okay, I'm doing something that's good for me. I'm taking my medication. But I'm doing it with something that's bad for me. <laughs> yeah, I've done it before. I've taken my, like, search really in the morning. And I've got, and like... For some reason, I've had, like, a bottle of Coke on my desk. I've been like, well, I'll just I'll take it. With the and then I'm like... 
This is this clearly is the wrong me. choice. <laughs> this is not right. This is not this is not a good idea. But like you almost don't care. You're just like, well, I, I need to do the thing that's good for me. This is a means oh of doing God. the thing that's good for me. There's a bad bit in here as well, but let's not worry about that right now. Let's just finish the job. I had this weird thing the other day where I just couldn't stop eating. I just like I I think it was I don't know, something to do with me being on my period or something. I just we, I, like my hormones have been a bit whack recently mm. and I just I kept getting up off the sofa and getting another snack and I wasn't <laughs> yeah. even hungry I just like I was completely full I could feel that my body was like didn't need food and I just couldn't help it I just kept going back and getting more so I was like okay well I'm gonna have fruit so then I'd have like a piece of fruit and then I'd be like okay well I've had the fruit so now I'm gonna <laughs> eat a packet of crisps or like, I had the right, you know, the like low calorie rice cake um, mm. crisps. I was like, oh, I'll have a packet of them. And I finished it and I was like, well, that wasn't satisfying. So then I got myself a packet of normal. If I just there got you go. Yeah, exactly. You were like, that like... wasn't a real packet of crisps. That was just like <sighs> fake crisps. Now I'll have some real ones and it'll be fine. Just, yeah. Very much been there. And yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Just. And it's kind of like. Sometimes we really need... I was thinking the other day about... Sorry, I keep changing my own thought process. But I was thinking back back in the day, like the caveman era... Um, <laughs> there, sorry, the caveman era has never been referred to as back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> well, Excellent. Like, humans just spent their whole lives just surviving, mm. you know? I don't know how much... Like, they weren't going to the cinema. They weren't, like... No. <laughs> I don't, I'm not an expert on these things, but in terms of just... Life was just about surviving, and now we've got... Do you think life of... was easier for cavemen in their 20s? <laughs> I feel like they died in their 20s. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, we spend so much... I was, I was doing my uh food i've decided that i'm gonna just try and meal plan as much as possible mostly because um it reduces so much food wastage like i've mm. found since i've been doing that i throw out a lot less like manky yeah. food out the fridge which is which is obviously That's good. a good thing so I'm trying to stick with that, but it's so time consuming because you have to look at your calendar and you think, okay, I'm at a festival this day. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm out the house at this hour. I'm at, so you're, you're planning and you're thinking, how is it this time consuming just planning what I'm going to eat and when I'm going to eat? And then I'm thinking, hang on a minute. I'm like thinking, about, oh yeah, I'm going to have a Thai curry on this night. Oh, I'm going to have like Mexican chili this time. You, yeah. you just think, actually, I'm so privileged by the fact that I can choose what type of cuisine i'm having on what what day like why the fuck am i stressing that it's taken me a few hours to plan mm. meals that's just, it's quite a normal thing to do but it feels like a waste of time because eating food is just something we take for granted i guess like it's mm. just something we just have to do so you don't think of it as a positive use of your time it's all relative though right like if you weren't, like, we know the importance of making sure that you eat a varied number of things, making sure you get your five yeah. a day in there, making sure you get this in there, making sure you do this, that, and the other. So, like, 
we take that into account and it does mean that things take longer because you're going to be thinking about, oh, I can't just eat, um, whatever beans on toast all the time. Oh my you know, God, what like, meal. I mean, you could, you definitely could, <laughs> but like, you know, that that's not a good idea because whatever, like it's a caveman. I don't, I mean, it's not like you're sat there like going, right. So this mammoth has, um, okay, <laughs> how many calories, is, how many, oh, how many oh, calories oh. is in a rump steak from a mammoth? Hmm. Can someone get the app, get the app and let's, can you scan the barcode on this mammoth or something? No, that doesn't happen. You know, like, it's almost like this is food. This food will sustain me. I eat food. Trying to work out what's gonna. So I used to do a weekly shop, and now I'm doing it bi-weekly. And it's like, okay, what stuff needs to go in the freezer, and what stuff needs to go in the fridge. I've just realised this is probably like the most adult, like again, probably boring conversation. Me thinking about, oh yeah, like I've got three days left of this before it goes off, and three. Mm. Oh, just. But no, it's... but it's real, and that's the same thing about being again. Like you're in your twenties. This is another thing you think about, especially like you think we're in our twenties. Not only are we worried about all the existential shit about whether or not we made the right choice five years ago, and whether or not that's going <laughs> to lead to good things in five years. Exactly. You're also worried about what the hell you're going to eat in the next couple of weeks, because even though you know you then have to go and make sure you buy the food and you store the food properly and you do the stuff for it, and you, you know like. And, and, you know, do you have enough money to pay for that? And do you need to cut back on this? You, there's so many layers that, that you just wouldn't have if it was, like... If you could just go out and, like... It's like in that film yesterday, you know, but it was, like, food is free in some universes. And like, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you could just, like, go and just get food. And it didn't matter about the... Like, immediately you'd feel so much less stressed out about it. But, you know, like... There's so many different things going on. Yeah, it it it's it is fucking exhausting, and you constantly yeah. wish that you could just not worry about it. But also, you do have to. You know, yeah. so it's like it's not a waste of time because the end result is good. But there is a part of you that's like, okay, what if we just didn't worry about that, and we went and looked at a clip on Facebook of a cat falling off a table or something? That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it would be fun, but it wouldn't help you eat that week. No. Nope. God. Yeah. Are we adulting or not? I don't know if we're adulting or not, really. Well, we've chat- chatted about what roundabouts suck the most and mm. meal planning, so I feel like... Yeah. Sorry, we... the magic of editing is that we could have this really boring discussion, which I actually quite enjoy. However, I can then listen to it, and if it gets too boring, gone. The yeah, I feel like I started the whole podcast on a relatively like monotone vibe. I feel like I don't know if you did. I think you're fine. okay. You always Wait, keep how... say, you keep saying it, so you feel like you have no personality in these things, or like you sound monotone. I'm like, I don't think that's at all. I don't think that's all. I think I guess well, like, when I do TikToks and stuff, because you're having to be charismatic for such a short amount of time, mm. it's a very different form of media to then mm. like talking for two hours or three hours, or whatever. Like it, you just. You can't keep that energy up. You can't no. think about the phrasing of what you're going to say. Plus, if I only think the bits where you're like really charismatic and energetic, it doesn't always necessarily like, like I might be sat here just like, hmm? Yeah. Uh huh. And I look fucking dead to the world. Yeah. Because I've got no, and like sometimes they're very round, sometimes like we don't have much energy, but it's still like, 
it's just so much more complicated. I could easily go through and find all the bits where you're like really going for it and like but like sometimes so it wouldn't like, well, be that doesn't make a good clip. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This wouldn't be that. like no one just want I didn't just want to watch something of someone being energetic. I wanted to also have Yeah. Yeah. So I get it's that. like you, you know, like I feel like you're it's it's difficult when you're when you're making the clips and shit. So like find the right stuff because you don't want people to think that you're really like dull or that you you're trying to find the right moments all the time but like it's difficult it is part of the thing of like i've taken something out of context and made something slightly different with it so it's good but also it doesn't necessarily show what actually was happening because if you listen to the two minutes before and the two minutes after and what you might be like is oh actually she was in this frame of mind and she wasn't whatever but I don't think you ever actually sound as monotone or whatever as you think you do. Oh, that's good. Not at all. That's always a positive. As someone who's listened to your voice on recordings for... A lot. 40 episodes now. Jesus Christ. I think we hit... I think this is number 40, by the way. Oh, my God. Woo. I was literally thinking earlier, because it's May, that means we've done the podcast a year and a half. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How crazy is Any that? Any regrets yet? Any, uh... Any regrets? <laughs> I think partially the fact we record as well on a Sunday morning. Mm. So if there's ever a reason to be slightly dead, mm. I feel like it's a Sunday we have morning. the perfect excuse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's very real because I feel like I also sound the same if you talk to me on any morning of the week. Um, <laughs> and if you talk to me on the other morning of the week, I'm probably more miserable. So this is actually quite a win. Boop, boop. Yeah. Anyway. Um, on that On that note... Yeah, I mean, I really, I, we're doing quite well. I'm going to jinx it now, but we're doing quite well, podcast recording-wise. We're, like, ahead, you know? Yeah, because I told Chris a few weeks ago, I was like, um, yeah, so festival season's coming up, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's going to be a little bit tricky, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here a huge mm-hmm. amount. I mean, the thing is, a lot of the festivals are sort of Fridays and Saturdays, so it's just whether the festival is like I mean there are some on Sundays, but it's like whether. Um, if we nail this, how late we can get through the whole summer, not break the schedule, and even if you're f- like free on a Sunday, sometimes you can just like top up. relax, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. So I feel like I feel like we could nail this if we basically we could, don't jinx it. As long as I don't get depressed, I think we're gonna nail this. Well, that's fucked it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Even, even as I said it, I was like, why would you say that? Why would you, why would you, I can always feel the dark clouds coming in, you know? All right, stereophonics. <laughs> wow, there we go. That's the end, isn't it? That's really, uh, that's put a shitter on the end of it. Well, anyway, it's we been fun. Thanks guys. for, thanks thank for coming by. Thank you for sticking around for episode 40. Oh, DM us what we should do for episode 50. Oh, God. Also... Keep an eye. Oh, this is so. I was going to say keep an eye on social medias for the thing we're doing in the following podcast, but this probably won't be out. It'll be too late. late. My bad. We love you guys. We love you. You're awesome, and we'll see you when we see you. Which for you is going to be a different time to when it's for us because of work and time, and so the passing of time is but fleeting. And um, uh, uh. We love you. So, bye. Bye.
I don't know what happened. <laughs> I really fucking lost them. I feel like you had a stroke. And not I had, literally had a stroke. Jesus Christ. 